How's it? Welcome to the lockdown edition of Market Analysis with myself, James Preston. And myself, James Tennant. This is the lockdown edition. It's the first day of lockdown here in South Africa. So we're all working from home and uh, interesting times indeed. Of course, uh, let's get straight into it. Graham, it is quite a significant moment in history, of course, with where uh, we're we're going with the financial system. I want to just go through a couple of the the traditional financial markets. We've obviously seen um, significant volatility in those markets. Uh, We've seen Mm -hmm. zero interest rates. And then a massive stimulus bill was uh, agreed upon yesterday, which has seen a jump from traditional markets, you know. Um, Technically, what do you see to come? So, yeah, I mean, obviously we've had a, a really big sell-off. Um, it was, you know, I've seen a couple uh, comparisons to um, other bear markets, and, and this has been one of the um, most violent sell-offs that we've ever had in equities. Uh, they're comparing back to, you know, the, 20, uh, the, the 1929 uh, um, stock market crash, 2008, uh, 1987. So, you know, this is definitely one to add into the textbook, but I think that one of the, you know, big things to note here was just the, the velocity that the market fell at. So here you can see the market's fallen 35% in, in just over a month. Um, and you know, we have now bounced quite significantly from the bottom there. Uh, and we, we could say, we'll, we, well, we're now up six, 17% since the lows. But this is to be expected. So, I mean, many of your biggest moves to the upside come in, in significant bear markets. And because of the added volatility that you have, and you do have that market moving you know, in a volatile manner in both directions. So yeah, it's just completely flawed in my mind to, if anyone's trying to say that, um, you know, that we've, we've bottomed out and if they're looking to pile into equities, well, I'm definitely not one of them. So, and um, yeah, I mean, this could, this could quite easily be, uh, I mean, there's different names for it, a bull trap or a dead cat bounce. Um, and time is, is a, you know, we, we just have to wait to see how this is going to play out. But my feeling is that um, the highest probability is that we're entering into a longer-term bull market, uh, sorry, bear market, and this is potentially the first bounce of that bear market. And you know, in a bull market, you look to buy the dip, and in a bear market, you look to sell the bounce. So, if you're asking me what my um, bias towards, well, bias is here, it would definitely be to sell this rally uh, rather than be looking to get long on equities. Now, a couple of the others there. Um, what do you want to take us through first? Oil. Okay. Or, uh, so let's let's quickly. So. So what I think is really interesting, and you need to kind of, I think it helps a lot to have a look at traditional markets to understand where we sit in Bitcoin. So that was the equities. This is the, the dollar currency index. So this is the, shows you the strength of the dollar versus the basket of different other foreign currencies. And Bitcoin's not included in here, neither of the commodities, but it still gives you a really good indication of, of how strong the dollar is. And remember the dollar is generally your currency that people are gonna to run to in times of fear. And right. we can see, yeah, the correlation here that when you have the fear you've got the dollar really shooting upwards you know it's up 10 percent in Amazing. two weeks it's almost an exact also opposite means, it's almost an exact opposite of the s p 500 we've just looked at exactly so often people are saying well we got a big sell-off in this or that market where's the fun where's the money gone and in this case you know the sell-off was in equities and, and most of the fun, well, most of the money went into the dollar um and you'll see that the other commodities along with bitcoin took pain at this point in time, it didn't matter if it was deemed a safe haven asset, people still want it out. 
people still wanted to get their money in dollars. So that really is your first port of call. And I think that's important to consider when we talk about the safe, ha the safe haven um, uh, elements or um, uh, conversation around you know, safe haven uh, properties of Bitcoin. Uh, and that's the fact that not only did you know, um, Bitcoin take a dive at that point in time, but your gold and silver also took a big knock. So there's gold over a similar period of time. You know, gold was also down 12%. If we look at silver, it was even harder hit. Hmm. Um, we had quite an incredible sell-off in, in silver. Yeah, so that was down 31% in two weeks. So you can see that this dollar strength was the big theme and it affected um, assets across the board. So when, and, and, I mean, <laughs> oil is a story in itself. Yeah, this is the life, this is the juice of the economy and this shows you what, what a problem the world is in when it comes to um, the demand for oil, which is the thing that drives the economy. And if, if prices are crashing, well, that's telling you a little bit about uh, the health of the economy and actual manufacturing um, capacity of, of the global economy. So just across the board, we're seeing a, a picture of, um, of, uh, of bearishness. Um, mm -hmm. There's no other way to put it. So that's a quick flyby of the, of the traditional markets. So yeah, now let's, let's uh, jump into Bitcoin. Let's do it. So what, what does that all mean for Bitcoin? Yeah, so uh, for Bitcoin, I mean, this, uh, I think it can also almost be, you know, we can give Bitcoin a little bit of, um, cut Bitcoin a little bit of slack for the massive sell-off that it did have, um, you know, which was now a, a week or two ago, where we did lose essentially half of its market cap yeah. in a very small span of time. And we got to remember still that Bitcoin is is really a small market in the in the context of of big financial uh, you know, tr traditional financial system. So when we do have shocks of this nature, it's not um, completely surprising that people are are running for dollars, pulling their money out of Bitcoin and anything else you know, for the, for that matter, as we discussed. Um, so to see a big move in in the market price of Bitcoin over that period of time is not. Um, completely surprising and it's not doesn't mean that we need to write off uh, Bitcoin as a safe haven asset because um, once that initial shock is over and I think once the dust settles and if we do now start to move towards a longer term bear market um, that is accompanied by massive quantitative easing and free and, and easy money along with low interest rates which um, brings the question and the uh, validity of, of fiat currency into question that's where Bitcoin, along with your gold and silver, are really going to come into their own. So that's the picture that you know, the macro fundamental picture that I'm looking for, um, and the, and we can see some of this um, come back. The, well, well, some of the the buying come back into the into the Bitcoin market once that initial shock was over. Now we had a little bit of a, a, a sell off yesterday, down from um, around about seven thousand dollars to six six. Yeah. We've hovered at 6.6 for quite some time now uh, and a lot of people are feeling bearish. Um, where, where do you stand in the, on the spectrum? So I'm, I'm pretty much on the fence with regards to the short-term moves. So if you remember when we were first um, speaking about this big sell-off that we had um, and people were kind of asking where from here, um, I felt that we would move between this blue um, well, which is now a, a resistance zone and the orange support zone. Yeah. Um, and you can see that these the, these red dotted lines are the are the levels in the market that the market is really uh, respecting, and and those are your your key levels of of significance. So 
you know, just looking at the shorter term time frame, what we do have here um, with the blue lines is a rising wedge. Um, and that is typically a bearish pattern. So, yeah, I mean, we could move upwards from here. We are at a very significant level of resistance, which is the 6,800 uh, 6, level. Um, so it's going to take something a little bit special to get through that level. We're going to have to get some really positive buying to push us up um, to higher prices. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very um, slightly biased towards the bearish side here. Um, I think that your, your, your high, slightly higher probability outcome is a spill to the downside out of this rising wedge. And yeah, I'll, I'll be quite pleased if we have that because that means I can then pick up uh, Bitcoin at, at uh, lower prices for longer term accumulation. Um, so, but again, anywhere between the 6.8 and 4.2, I mean, <laughs> you forget what a big uh, area that is. I mean, that's that's a significant price difference, but I still yeah. think any, any purchasing here for the longer term, um, is is a, is a decent price for where I think Bitcoin will potentially go if that outcome that I spoke about earlier in traditional markets does materialize and we do see continued weakening of traditional markets. We see um, fiat currencies come under pressure. I do think that um, Bitcoin is going to pick up um, some of that money looking for for a safe home. All right. Well, there we go. Do you, do you have a, a sort of area where you think a spill to the downside could end up finding support. Would it be that uh, first significant price area of around $5,500 or you don't want to make a call at this stage? Um, no, so I think your first stop um, is the bottom of this blue zone. Um, so it hasn't been terribly significant besides the fact that it did give us some uh, support here after the initial uh, spark. Um, so I think that's probably our first stop if we spill. Second stop will be at 5.5, so I'm definitely keen to, well, I've already got some limit orders sitting at 5.5, waiting to get filled if we do move to the downside. If we move to the upside in a very positive way, then I'll, I'll probably have to take those orders out and um, and buy the breakout um, of, of the current levels that we're at. So I am watching things closely, but I am still looking to deploy uh, more funds into Bitcoin for, for longer term accumulation. And uh, obviously nothing in the alt at the moment. Uh, because of the market conditions, there's very little action uh, to, to really take notice in any of the other alt coins. Yeah. So one of the most significant things for me about the alts is that I'm just seeing such a high correlation between Bitcoin and Ethereum in particular um, that I don't, you know, so you're looking for an edge if, you, if you're going into the alts um, over Bitcoin. And right now, I don't see that, that that edge. It's almost like if you're buying Ethereum, you're just taking a leveraged Bitcoin position. So if I'm going to go into into, into alts, it needs to offer me a different uh, correlation to what's happening in Bitcoin. And right now I'm not seeing that. So until uh, the alts start dancing to their own tune and instead of to the beat of Bitcoin, then um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking at that, uh, at that which will market. Which will likely be a very, very long time to come. Um, so it's yeah, it's fair not to worry too much about the alts right now. Uh, obviously, there would Keep be. An eye on it. I mean, things can change quickly. Um, yeah, this, this is a an evolving situation, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's definitely worth keeping an eye on it. Okay, well, keeping your finger on the pulse. Well, Graham, thanks so much. Brilliant. Yeah, so and uh, stay safe in lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. And you too. Thanks for joining us on Zoom this week. And we'll catch you in the next episode next week.
Great. Thanks, James. Great. So that's where we'll leave it for this week, guys. From myself, James Preston. And myself, Graham Tennant. It's goodbye for now. Cheers for now. SA Crypto is not a registered financial advisory, and the information provided in this market analysis is for informational purposes only. Each audience member is responsible for their own financial decisions, and SA Crypto cannot be held responsible for any decisions made by those within its audience. SA Crypto strongly encourages all audience members to consult a professional and registered financial advisor before making any financial decisions.